to Voices of the Belt and Road podcast, brought to you by the Belt and Road Advisory, your professional advisors on all matters concerning the Belt and Road Initiative. Voices of the Belt and Road is our flagship podcast, and with each episode, we'll hear the personal stories of people who are part of the Belt and Road Initiative. The aim of this podcast is to demystify the initiative by interviewing a broad array of people whose lives are impacted day in and day out by the world's largest cross-border trade initiative and infrastructure build-up. On this podcast, in addition to university researchers, think tank experts, and policymakers, you can also hear from business people, workers, and countless others involved in the Belt and Road. You'll hear people tell their own personal stories in their own languages, because at the end of the day, the Belt and Road Initiative is changing people's lives, and we want you to hear it from them. Please enjoy this week's podcast, and thanks for tuning in. William, welcome. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, we've met before several times. Yeah. And you've been my host in Hainan. You've taken me around the island, showed me Haiko mm. and what's going on there. I really appreciate that. And what I want today is to find out a little bit more about what's really going on in Haiko because mm. you're, from my point of view, one of the most well-connected guys there. You know what's going on. And so we want to get the the real scoop on what's happening in, in, yeah. in Hainan. There's a lot of news. So, but first, before we get started, I know about you, but can you tell uh, our audience a little bit about yourself? Yeah. Well, uh, it's a big honor for me to be invited to join this, The Voice of Baton Road. And, uh, well, I still remember your visit to Hainan, and I hope I would have more opportunities to host you and your family members and your fellows there. As for myself, uh, this is William Sun. Uh, I'm currently working in a high-tech innovation park, which is jointly developed by Highland Provincial Government and the largest state-owned IT enterprise, China Electronic Corporation. And uh, I'm the general manager for global business development. And uh, so in charge of all the international business and uh, cooperative projects, of our innovation park. And uh, actually, I used to working and living in Beijing for 10 years. And uh, I relocated to Hailan in the year of 2014. Uh, it's a very funny story. So after 10 years working and living in Beijing, uh, I felt it's really a big challenge for me due to the air quality in Beijing at that time. And uh, myself and my son, we suffered quite a lot due to the poor air quality. And uh, once there's a news report about the 10 best air quality cities of China and Haikou ranks number one. Just because of this news report, I just came into mind the idea, why not take a visit to Hailan? So I uh, fly to Hailan immediately and uh, had a one-week visit. And I made a decision immediately that the whole family will relocate to Hailan. And uh, uh, after four or five years, I have to say, uh, we really found Hailan is a wonderful place. That is the best climate in China, and uh, we have we can find different foods from every province of of China, and uh, especially in the April of this year, Hainan had 30 years 
anniversary after establishment to be a province, and the Chinese yeah, president Xi Jinping also inspected Hainan and announced that the central government will support Hainan to develop to be the free trade zone and the first free trade port of China. So it seems that I made a real wise decision <laughs> five years back. And you've done a lot in five years. In <laughs> fact, in fact, you're very special on the Belt and Road, the Voices of the Belt and Road podcast, because most of the time we have our Chinese guests speak in yep. Chinese and our foreign guests speak in English. But you, mm-hmm. I understand, from when you were in your university days, actually did an English radio show. Can you tell me just a little bit yes. about that? Wow. Thank you very much for bringing me back to that uh, interesting experience. Actually, I'm not English major. My major is about IT, information system and information management. Uh, but I did spend a lot of time and effort in English learning. So I think it's in my second year in the university, I got to know uh, the Xi'an Economic Radio Station. They have broadcasting English program, which is called Air English Corner. Air English Corner. Yes. Wow. And uh, for myself, I'm the uh, chief organizer of English Corner in our campus and someone who can host this program. And actually, it's a very competitive interview mm-hmm. because I, I still remember there are other three or four English majors who are junior or senior students from foreign language university. Mm-hmm. So they are really very professional. Yeah. But finally, I'm a little lucky. They choose me because I'm not English major. Probably I uh, have a little, how do you say, I have a, a much wider coverage of different knowledge. Right. So I... Uh, acted as the host of that Air English Corner program for one and a half year. And uh, it's uh, every week, I still remember, on, w- on Wednesday evening. Wednesday evening. Yes. So from in Xi'an, in your, yeah. in your university days, on yeah. the Air English Corner to the yeah. Voice of the Belt and Road podcast, you're still in the broadcasting Wow. wow. <laughs> so That's I amazing. hope. I, uh, it's a really big honor for me to, to be invited to be a speaker on this Belton voice of Belton Road, uh, I do hope I can share some ideas and my understanding and viewpoints with the audience. Great. So let's do that. So, um, you know, can you just give us an idea? So since Xi Jinping came and in, there was the announcement that the, the status of Hainan is going yeah. to change, people don't know what that means. You know, what is this new free trade port? What does that mean? And what is it going to ha- what's it going to impact the future maybe 5 years 10 years 15 years for for Hainan well actually the belt and the road initiative we we want to bring more positive influence to the whole world and uh, so i still remember last year in in may of last year china organized and hosted the belt and the road cooperation summit and uh, uh, more than 50 countries uh, the statesmen and the leaders, they come to China and joined that conference. And uh, China also explained and announced a lot of incentive policies as well as uh, the plans in different sectors. As for Hainan itself, if we look into the map of China, Hainan locates in the most south point. South Geographical is very much important and strategic important to China. 
because if we look into the the map of Asia, uh, Hainan is in the front area to face the whole Southeast Asian ten countries with a population of more than six hundred million. And uh, also, if we look back, that we are back. China is backed up by another one point four billion population economy. That is the mainland China. So, looking to this area, actually, Hainan locates in the central area of this two billion population economy area. So, that's why I think President Xi Jinping he announced that central government will. Support Thailand develop the free trade zone and the first free trade port. That is also want to improve and promote the globalization. And also in the past, actually Thailand play a very significant important role in the historical maritime Silk Road. In the Ming Dynasty, the fleet of Zhenghe, the trade fleet, every time after they left. Depart from the the main port. I think it's in the Fujian province. They always need to stop in Hainan and uh, uh, get more su- to supply more vegetable and fruits.、Mm-hmm. They will stop in Hainan, and、uh, and also so presently, Hainan we have the Boao Forum, which is enjoy the fame of the the Chinese Daoshi. Forum. Yeah. yeah. So every year in the April and or March,、uh, many leaders and、uh, prime ministers from different Asian countries they come to Thailand. This is a more informal event, but it attracts much more attention from different other foreign affairs events in Beijing or Shanghai. So in the future, we can also expect that Thailand will become the most Open economy in the most welcome and popular international tourism destination. So that's why I'm also very proud to get involved for the development of Thailand. So yeah, as you told me in a separate conversation, within a three-hour plane flight, yeah, two billion people, huge economy. Yeah,、um, so the location is very important. There's also a historical foundation, as you just mentioned. Um, but what about Hong Kong and some of the other ports on the eastern seaboard of China? Is there a feeling of competition now with Hainan because it's getting so much spotlight from the government? And you know, wh- how do you see that? Well,、uh, competition, I would say, is not that much、uh, at current time, because if we look into the the eastern ports of China and、uh, also the southern. Area of China, those kind of ports are mainly rely on products import and export、yeah. for the Yangtze River Delta and、uh, the Zhujiang Delta. Those two economy zones,、uh, we have lot of ports which become the top ten or top twenty for the import and export volume in the world. But Hainan is not rely on manufacturing; is has very limited heavy industry. So Hainan, the port would mainly for I should say is for the international tourism. Like currently, we already have several ports in Haikou and Sanya. That is,、uh, we can welcome the world, the voyage, the ferries, so they can reach Haikou and Sanya. So 
And your visa situation yeah, is also Yeah, and also very currently Thailand already announced that the 59 countries visitors, they can visit Thailand without a visa. No visa. No How visa. Long? For up to 30 days, which is okay. good enough. The status of Hainan is changing. What is the, specifically is the government doing to, to change the awareness? Because uh, in the past, it's basically tourism, yep. maybe some real estate speculation, yep. place where they grow coconuts, you know, this kind of uh, image. Well, the change of Highland, uh, actually, it will need a long time, as you say, five years or 10 years. But every day, as a person who are living on this island, I can really find the atmosphere and uh, the, 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 the real substantial change take place. I really, I'm not kidding, I can really find it every day. You've lived it for the last five years. Yes, yeah. and uh, such as the lame card of Highland in the past, it's just a tourism place. Yeah. Coconut tree, the sea beach. Yeah. That's that, that's the main point. Uh, like my first uh, job, we had our annual international conference in Thailand, and uh, we already decide every year our conference should take place in the best place of China. So Thailand is yeah. the best place because or, if it's winter. In north part of China, Hainan steer is 28, 26 degree, very mm -hmm. much enjoyable and comfortable. So nowadays, we will make use the advantage of the natural environment and climate of Hainan and to develop it into a not only good for tourism, but also very livable and ideal place for business. Mm -hmm. That is the main strategy of the Highland Provincial Government, and I believe this is also the intention. As you know, William, I'm an entrepreneur, and many other entrepreneurs come to me and ask me where they should form their company, and if I mention Hainan, they say, why Hainan? You are the first and also the <coughs> successful entrepreneur, overseas entrepreneurs in China, <laughs> not one of the successful one. Yeah, and... Uh, well, when we are talking about uh, the reshape of uh, economy structure in Hainan, uh, it's true that Hainan rely on real estate quite a bit in the past decades. And uh, the tourism and the agriculture has some contribution, but not that much. And now Hainan will improve or promote the high-tech industry, start from the innovation and the uh, entrepreneurship. So, as I mentioned just now, either because of the Hainan is close to the Southeast Asian countries, as well as Hainan is an important network cities alongside the uh, Belt and Road countries. More and more, we already found that more and more Chinese domestic as well as international companies, enterprise, they already put their eye on Hailan. And uh, I think currently everyone is already smelt the opportunity in Hailan because we want to make Hailan, we want to improve the business environment in Hailan to make it easier and uh, more practical for international companies to develop their business in Hailan. There are several detailed actions and plans, such as we already make it much easier for foreigners, for the international visitors come to Hainan, like this 
free visa policy, and we also give the working and the residence visa to those people who are working in Thailand. Start from two years, even up to five years, and the permanent residence visa. And also, there is some information restriction, information flow restriction in other provinces. And Thailand, we are also on the way to pushing forward to make it the information free island, like the international website, like uh, Google, YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, such kind of international website, which will definitely be accessible in Thailand, and that would be something uh, also become an advantage to attract. Uh, More international companies there, and also for the foreign currency exchange and foreign currency uh, flow, we will also issue certain of policies to minimize the complex, to make it much easier for international companies to transfer their international currency either into or out of Hainan. Very good points because actually, as an entrepreneur, so free flow of information. Yes, you need to access these sites. Many of the entrepreneurs do business on these sites you just mentioned, like Facebook and and Google and so forth. And then, you know, transferring money yeah. out of China and, yeah. and is I know. Yeah. And I thank you for complimenting me, but I know yeah. as an entrepreneur in China, <laughs> the movement of money is quite a, a difficult thing. And yeah. So making those things easier is important. I want a follow-up question. I want to ask you. So, say you're like me. I'm a I'm a foreign entrepreneur. I live in Beijing because I have a talent pool here mm-hmm. right now. But as you know, yeah, uh, with my mobile phone company, game company, mm-hmm. we have opened up a an, an office in in Hainan. Yeah, and we looked at all the provinces and all the. You know all the free trade zones. We looked at everything that was on offer in China, mm. and because half of our software revenue comes from outside of China, we needed a solution financially. Yeah. yeah. And Hainan was the only place that we found yeah. that gave us the right solution. So we've we've done that. So I've actually done this mm. with you and your team, and and, and I understand it. But for someone who doesn't have that experience, um, yeah. How did? Because most people think they have to start the company in the place where they live. Mm-hmm. Or and if in they so they think oh do I have to move to Hainan? What what is what is you know what is the situation yeah. for people like who may open up a Chinese company but not necessarily commit to living there forever or or you know how tied is where you live to the company in China? Well, uh, see in the past. Thailand is become enjoy the fame of winter capital of China. Winter capital, yeah. Especially many, I should say, the the older generation from the uh, southeast, uh, northeast part of China, they spent several months during the winter season. Mm-hmm. They relocate to Thailand, and after spring come, they move back to uh, to their hometown. Yes, actually. Hainan, we will develop it not only tourism destination, but also livable, which means it would be very much enjoyable. Medical, A medical education and uh, also social service. We will make everything m- much better 
even in the first than the first class cities, Hainan has the limited population. Uh, until now, it's just uh, a little more than nine million, which is I think one third of Beijing and Shanghai. Yeah. So definitely, it's less crowded, and mm-hmm. also is the one of the most beautiful city of of China. Mm-hmm. So especially for the high tech industry area, for this for the in for the persons and workforce who are in this sector actually they can work anywhere of the country in the world yeah since then why not working in a environment and a climate more pleasant place exactly like so, you said so you, that is you the idea decided to move because of yes. the air quality and know. myself is a typical example and i found that actually it's not so much challenge for me to to uh, to just uh, get familiar with everything in Hainan. Yeah. And also the Hainan local people, they are very much friendly and uh, welcome the people from anywhere of the country. Mm-hmm. They, they, they don't have the intention to reject anything. Yeah. And uh, uh, so that is, uh, that is the, from, the, uh, from the talent or uh, living perspective and looking to the market perspective. Actually, a company which has settled down or registered in Hainan they can develop and uh, do business anywhere. That is also something we encourage our enterprise. You can based in Highland, but the marketing scope, the business area should cover at least the whole China or even the Asian market. Yeah, no, I understand, especially with uh, high tech, um, you know, you can work anywhere yeah. in this age, True. as long as you have the internet. Yeah. And I know, I don't know if you want to mention the names, but I know that there's many big Chinese companies who yeah. have their whole divisions yeah. move to, to Hainan. That's they true. They enjoy the lifestyle, yeah. they still do their work and yeah. do good work, and uh, they get some benefits, uh, you know, tax and so forth. And they also, you know, again, enjoy the lifestyle. Yeah. So the foreign entrepreneur can also uh, operate wherever he wants, in yeah. his home country, in Beijing, Shanghai, Shenzhen, whatever, yeah. and maybe spend some time in uh, Hainan, which is perfect for uh, a good air, good lifestyle. Yeah. So that's basically what you're saying. Well, Hainan always opens arm to welcome either Chinese domestic and international entrepreneurs and the employees. And uh, I would like to say, if the company based in Hainan, uh, definitely they can enjoy much more convenience than other place. But if those either employees or the management of the company, if they need to join any conference or has business trip to mainland China, definitely it's always no problem. Like myself, we also travel quite a lot, yeah. either in domestic business trip or international business trip. And also, by the way, Hainan, we are developing more and more international flights. And by the end of 2020, we would have more than 100 direct international flights. Well, you know, uh, we're friends, uh, William, and so we, we, I know that you have a young children and, and just had a new, yeah. a new, new son. baby. Yeah. yeah, and I'm, I'm, I'm also in this, following in your footsteps and oh. having one on the way. Yeah. And, you know, I think the main thing is that you can get, when you attract talent, yeah, it's more than just having a nice place to work. There has to be the educational facilities. Yeah, uh, not only for the people who are working there, researchers or whatever, but also their children. Yeah. So 
Um, we talked about earlier um, in our previous conversation about the fact that, you know, where exciting innovation happens, oftentimes happens where there's a good uh, education infrastructure. Universities like Beida or Tsinghua or in the U.S., Stanford and Berkeley around yeah. the Silicon Valley. So what is uh, Hainan doing to build this part of the infrastructure up? educational infrastructure so that you don't have to leave you came there but you don't have to leave for your children's education Mm -hmm. well definitely the talent acquisition is uh, I should say it's a foundation to enable the sustainable development of Highland Province in next two three decades and uh, so that's why in the speech of Chinese president he also mentioned that we will we will attract the talents from everywhere and concentrate the best resource to develop Highland. Here, the talents, we are not only talking about Chinese talents, but also international talents. So that's why in the May of this year, Highland Provincial Government also announced a project which called the One Million Talent Moving to Highland Project. And uh, in this project, it mainly includes two perspectives. Firstly is Hainan will educate, will improve the training and education to improve the existing talent. And second point, Hainan will invite, introduce and partner with Chinese leading and international famous educational institutes, universities, mm. to develop a joint campus. Okay. Like for the, we call it Chinese, the K-12 education system. There's more and more very famous basic education from primary school to middle school to high school. This this area and uh, I think from age 6 to 18 the primer for such basic education more and more such kind of high quality schools already being developed in Hailan at the same time we are also in exploration with a lot of Chinese leading and uh, international leading companies from sorry, leading universities from different countries. Like in Europe, we are in the exploration with the University of Basel and Zurich University, as well as some British university. And uh, so in China, we are also in exploration with Tsinghua and uh, Beijing University. From K to 12, and that's very important because the talent that comes will need to have places where their children can be educated well. That's yeah. one. And then what you're saying is, um, if I understand it correctly, you're saying that because uh, Hainan's looking at focusing on specific areas, bring the best schools that have the best faculty for those areas, yeah. like high-tech, software, AI, whatever, and have them come and build a joint campus. Is that what you're saying? Yes, that's that true. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. It makes a lot of sense. Yeah, and uh, because the central government want to develop Highland into the most opening up area in China. So definitely we should uh, also catch up with the world most updated and uh, leading 
educational institutes and uh, uh, such kind of uh, partners, we also want to catch up with the world education system and also to provide education infrastructure to the international citizen community who are working and living in Thailand. Well, on behalf of the Belt and Road Advisory and the, the, the Voices of the Belt and Road podcast, William, I really appreciate you taking some time with us today. I always enjoy our conversations and I always learn something, so I'm very happy to have you on the program. Thank you very today. much. And it's also my honor to be a guest and speaker here. And uh, I'm looking forward to a next conversation with you. Excellent. Talk Thank to you. you later. this week's Voices of the Belt and Road podcast. If you want to learn more about the Belt and Road Initiative, check out our website at beltandroad.ventures. That's Belt and Road, one word, no spaces, and .ventures, V-E-N-T-U-R-E-S. On the website, you can subscribe to our weekly Belt and Road Bulletin and also follow our Belt and Road Advisory social media accounts on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, and Instagram. That way, you'll always be up to date on what is happening on the Belt and Road. Thanks for tuning in and see you next week. <laughs>